climb aboard if you dare for our new road trip through Scotland. Scenic and beautiful, but of course, looks can be deceiving. Join your hosts as they take you through some of the most terrifying places Scotland has to offer. If you feel safer, you're welcome to wait in the camper until we return. Just know it's had a history full of attracting some heinous, curious creatures, thus being its intended purpose, of course. Fleeing, however, would be ill-advised. Who knows what strange things you'll encounter out there? So far, far from home, where no one will hear you scream. Let us light a warm fire and begin our tale of horror. Your victims, I mean your listeners, have been warned. Tom. I'm Tom, and I'm here in our cryptid camper with Shay, and we'd like to thank you for being brave enough to join us for our fourth season of the Scare Your Pants Off, our Scotland Road Trip podcast. This is episode number eight, and for our haunt, we have set up camp at the Tollbooth Prison in Aberdeen. How you doing today, Shay? I'm doing good. I'm good. I know uh, last time we were recording, I was I was slowly dying and slow down, yeah. but I'm a lot better. Um, but you know, I'm I'm doing well. How are you? I'm really really good. I'm glad to hear you're doing better. Yeah, you were just uh, we were I <laughs> you were out of it. I could see it. You're just yeah. tired, and I know that cold's been like it's been going around my work and kicking people's butts. So like one guy's got no voice, another guy just so. I'm really glad that you're feeling better. So what's new? Anything good? Um, so I'm trying to think. So my mom just had shoulder surgery. So Ooh. she's uh she's a little laid up, but um it's she uh she had so when it initially happened they did like a scan and whatnot and she had like an eighty seven or eighty eight percent tear. That's a big tear. Yeah. Uh when they went in they found that it had actually completely finished tearing. Which somehow somehow makes it, I guess, easier to repair, or, or makes it for a better repair because you're not like just trying to piece stuff around something else, okay. which is kind of cool. But that's really been that's really been most of my new stuff. I, I've watched a couple things, but what about you? Yeah, not much. Just working. Um, I'm trying to think. Nothing new. <laughs> We're finally past the new year. Holidays are past, so I'm happy. You know, okay. it's fun. The holidays are always fun, but it's stressful. And just I, I, now that we're on the other side of it, I'm kind of glad. And uh, yeah, not much though. So, would you watch? So, um, we started watching a show on Netflix based on a Harlan Coben book, and it's called "Fool Me Once," oh. and it is. It's so good. So I watched the first episode. And I'm like, oh, this is all right. I could watch this. And then, like, um, <laughs> I found myself uh, needing to watch the second episode. And then, and we have only one episode left now. I think it's a five or six episode season, and it's very intriguing. And it's I I like playing like the inner detective and trying to figure out like what's going on. And I think I think I'm right, but uh, Eric read it and he won't tell me if I'm right. But uh, um, so it's really, really good though. It's on Netflix. I think you should, I think everybody should check it out. It's really, really good. I'm gonna definitely because I just watched something that he had written. Uh, it was on Prime called Sh- was it Shelter? Safe. I think it was Shelter. Shelter. 
on crime. Oh, Yes, yeah, with a kid and his father, and he's looking at a, a yacht. And I thought that was a pretty cool show. So I'll definitely, and I've been, that came up. I remember seeing the recommendation from Netflix. Oh, we think you'll like this. Fool me once. And so definitely check that one out. Uh, anything else? So uh, not that I've watched really. Have you watched anything else? Uh, so I, I finished Dr. Death, the second season. I, um, I liked it. I, I really, really like. It was funny because I read a review before the season came, uh, like maybe a couple weeks before the season came out, and the the review was wasn't awful, but wasn't great. And you know, I said Mandy Moore was miscast and this and that. So I was a little nervous going into it because I loved the first season. Uh, yeah. I ended up really, really liking it. I, I think I liked the first season just a little bit better um yeah uh but i thought it was really good and i i thought many more was good in it you know like yeah. I, I didn't i didn't think you know that i don't know what that I, I i keep meaning to look up what the actual benita the character she plays looks like um but yeah they, i uh overall i thought it was it was pretty good really i liked it um i hope they do another a season uh, of it, you know, another story because yeah, it was. It gets the only the the two things about that show. First, for I don't know when it comes to surgery stuff like that, I'm queasy. I, I like I just really? uh, yes stuff like that. It just I I have always sort of been that way, and it's weird, especially if you like, you know, people are always amazed just because of stuff that in my past and everything that yet yeah, like, yeah, so that that gets tough for me because it's a lot, of, you know, you're seeing a lot of like body parts and fluids and, and stuff like that. And just, and this is just more a personal thing, the frustration you get at this fucking guy. Like it just, you, I, you just wanna yeah. throttle and he's, I mean, that's a testament to the actor because he's so great. Like to, yeah. to make you feel that way is that's that's great actor, you know, and everything. But it's like I have points I'm fucking white knuckling it just because I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This fu this fucking guy, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was great because I yeah, I, I know exactly how it's. You are so mad at him sometimes. And it's just like, oh, my God. And you're mad at him the whole time because he's fucking awful. And it's. And it's the difference, the difference between, I feel like the, in the, the doctors and the two for me is like in the, in the first one, I, I understand maybe at, and I don't agree with it, but I understand at first he maybe couldn't accept that his <laughs> skill wasn't where it was. This guy was lying about testing stuff. He yes. was not using stuff that was so like this guy this guy was bad way quicker than for me than than the first guy was yeah the first guy was still bad you are you are killing people and at, at some point in time you know you're just shitty and you need to just stop and it's but the the guy in the second one is he is bad from he is he is bad from the second his feet hit the ground it's, he's just yeah. bad I 100% agree with you on that and that was my same thought process so the other guy yeah. He's in the first season, Dr. Dump, Dunch or something. Uh, something like that, yeah. He, like you said, he just, like an average, 
overtly smart guy. Like he's not super smart, but he's not like dumb. He's just an average dude that wants to do something, has a lot of ambition, and almost, you know, yeah, he like he sucks at his job, but he, in his mind, he thinks he's gonna get better. If he just keeps going, he think, you know what I mean? He thinks he's gonna get better. Uh, and this guy is just, yeah, from the right, from the jump, he's just like, this guy's more like a murder. It, it's like, yeah, because he is, yeah. he's just moving around. He knows, like you said, the tests are fake. He knows he hasn't tested anything. So basically, he's just fucking putting stem cell juice on fucking yeah. plastic and thinking that's gonna work and why would he even think that's gonna work you know like with no testing so yeah to me it's way more flagrant way more foul like and just it, it, like i almost went it is he a fucking serial killer and this is just as a doctor you know i mean well he is because he, he fits the definition he's killed that many people but like what is it always his intention right from the get-go i'm wondering because it's yeah there's a there's a difference between those two and don't get me wrong the guy in the first season sucks too because he had he knew he was yeah, like he knew he was bad and he continued and he lied to people to get them to keep coming to him and stuff yeah, this guy, Paolo Maccarini, uh, from season two is way fucking worse. And, and then you read at the end, he's still out there fucking practicing medicine. He's still out yeah, there. That was, I, that blew my fucking mind. I don't yeah. understand that. It can't be yeah. in this country. It can't, no. can't be out there in this country. Okay. Like, it, that's the only thing I didn't quite 100% know for sure. I saw that he was still practicing, but I didn't know. Well, I, 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 no, for a hundred. I would assume it's not in this country, just because you know with the show and everything like that. But I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. But I would assume it's probably some more countries that maybe don't get the media that we do, or you know something like that. Yeah. But yeah, fuck it. Oh god, yeah. That. But it was very good, and I reckon it definitely um, check that out. And then I wanted to ask. So was there a Monarch episode this week? I, you know what? I haven't actually had the chance to check this week. Um, like I said, my mom just had the surgery, so I didn't check yesterday. But I, I feel like, I feel like there remember. I remember there them saying that there wasn't going to be. So I'm not, I'm not positive, but I don't think there was. Yeah, because I'm not sure. You know, it's so tough nowadays because you know, like every app they do different episode number. You know, some do nine, some do eight, some do ten, and some do twelve. So we're back in the day, it was twelve. If it was you know, an hour show, 45 minute show, whatever, hour show, 12, 12 to 13. And if it was a half hour show, you did 22. Nowadays, it's just, it depends on the app. So I know I, you know, the last episode I watched was eight with that fucking crazy ending. So I'm like hoping that there was yeah. another episode or I don't have to wait like a year if, if it, uh, for it to come back, if it is gonna come back, cause the ending, I'm just like, what? So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I love I don't think that was a fin was it that wasn't a finale, was it? Oh, was that I a hope, finale? I hope no. not. To leave on a cliffhanger like that big of a cliffhanger, I hope not. So I will I will look it up when we're done recording and I will uh I will <laughs> I will figure it out because oh no, that can't be the end. That can't be the end of the season because I will not I will not have it. <laughs> I I demand. <laughs> uh 
Yeah, no, because I watch that and I'm like, oh, the credits start rolling. I'm saying, no, please, I need to see more. What a good show, Monarchist. Such a great show. Oh, um, my Another interesting thing, um, I think I sent you and Roy a text. Uh, did you see that Steamboat Willie has gone yes. public domain? And I, it seems as though uh, Steamboat Willie is going to have the same fate as Winnie the Pooh. And it's so this one, I will say from the trailer that I saw, it does not look as it doesn't look like it's going to be maybe as good as the Winnie the Pooh one. But it still looks like it's gonna be super campy, super cheesy, and stuff like that. And I am, I am so freaking excited. Yes, I can't wait. Just real quick, I'm gonna jump back into that. But uh, there's two more episodes. Of, so there was an episode this week of Monarch. So there's oh, ten seasons. Cool. Uh, um, but yes, as you were saying, Steamboat, I'm super excited just because that the movie we saw and we, we there's a sequel of the Winnie the Pooh coming, a much higher yeah. budget. Um, they, you know. They've modified the masks a little bit and stuff, make them look a little more, I guess, realistic. Even though I really liked the Pooh and Piglet I did mask. too, actually. Yeah, uh, I really I, did. I liked how that looked. There was other problems with the movie, but I thought the masks were kind of the least of that. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm here for a Steamboat. Yeah, because it's just the Steamboat Willy version that has become public domain. Uh, and, you know, they're not the regular Mickey. And I didn't even realize the whole when they've extended, you know, patent copyrights and stuff, it's, they basically call it the Mickey Mouse or the Disney role because Disney's the one that's been hmm. fighting for every time. It got it extended to 95 years because originally it was like 20 years, then it got extended. They've been, uh, through the year, has been able to extend because they don't want to lose, you know, Mickey Mouse to become public domain. Um, and then the other way they get around it is just by slightly modifying Mickey's appearance a little bit, and then yeah. they can patent that new look or whatever, or copyright it, whatever it is, and, and keep it for another 95 years. But yeah, I'm I'm 100% in on the Steamboat Willie yeah. part, like 100%. Another, so that, that is kind of uh, all of the new public domain stuff that, that that's been in the talks lately, and then obviously we did the um, the Christmas episode with Charles Dickens the Christmas Carol's public domain, and it had me kind of diving into the list of things that are are recently public domain or already public domain, and given our story episodes that we I we enjoy, they're fun. They 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 sound they're fun to listen to. Um, did you know that um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was public domain? No, I didn't. Really? As is Dracula. As is Night of the Living Dead. As is, yeah. There's um, there's some stuff. So there might, I, I feel like there might be some of that in our future. A distant future, because it's going to take a lot of work. But uh, I feel like that's something we should, uh, we should definitely think about. Definitely. That's uh, I did not know all that. I guess I mean it makes sense. Frankenstein would make sense, especially considering how many movies and stuff in Dracula. Same thing. Now you're the Living Dead. That one kind of surprises me that that's public domain. Yeah. So the book, the uh, um, yeah, but very huh. exciting. That's awesome. Yes, that would be cool. All right. Um, do we have anything else before we we jump in? No, uh, I think I think that's everything I have. 
All right. Well, I believe you got our curious creature of the week. Pay no attention to those distant screams of terror. I'm sure they're just our heinous creature or cryptid. You should be safe right here. I do. So today, I'm going to talk about something that's actually related to something we've already talked about. It's a, it's a, it's a cousin of sorts. Um, I'm going to talk about the Nuggle. N-U-G-G-L-E, the Nuggle. Now, just a basic rundown of this, this Nuggle. He's a mythical water horse, which sounds similar to things, which is why I'm saying they're related. Um, they're nocturnal. They are always male, so... I'm not sure how that works for the breeding, but that's fine. Um, They are mainly located in the rivers, locks, and streams of Shetland. Uh, Unlike the Nuckalevi, the Nuckalevi, I don't know how to say that, N-U-C-K-E-L-A-V-E-E, I forget. Um, But they are, the Nuggles are actually gentle. They do some mild pranking, but there's really no, like, harm to come. Um, they do everything lighthearted. Uh, their tail is a wheel uh, that some say can be used as a rotor, uh, like a rotor in the water. So <laughs> I'm just picturing this. I don't know what it makes for a funny picture. I'm just picturing this little like horse guy <laughs> puttering around the water with his tail spinning. Um, now here's the thing: the Nuggles can only be ridden by magical creatures called Finn. F-I-N-N-S. If a human does force themselves on top of one to ride it, the Nuggle will in fact, however, go to the nearest deep water and dump them in and then rush away. So that is maybe harmful, but don't jump on a Nuggle. They just they, they just want to be left alone. They don't want your, your butt on them and, and <laughs> stuff like that. But So that's the only time they're maybe a little less than gentle is in defense. So... You know, that's what it is. But that is uh, that is the nuggle. I like it, love it. I, what a what a cool description. So, my favorite was right when you're talking about uh, human forcing themselves to ride it. You trying to navigate that sentence without it, <laughs> like, like the human forcing himself on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. I was watching your face, and you're been like, just trying to navigate. That was the best. Well, because there's no like, I could have said forcibly mounted him, but that wouldn't have sounded right. I forced himself on him doesn't sound right, and then forcibly riding him doesn't sound right. There's, but it's, I mean, but it's all correct, but it doesn't sound. The way it should sound for what I was trying to say. Hilarious. I love it. It was such a, such a good. The tail? I mean, that's amazing in itself. <laughs> Using the tail as a rotor in the water. Um, I just. Yeah, this is that. Uh, the, finding a lot here. A lot of the um, cryptid, curious creatures in Scotland 
are in the locks. Like, yes. a lot of them live in the locks or the highlands of Scotland, uh, which I just kind of kind of find interesting. Um, always male. Like you said, how did... Like, so, I mean, I guess we have to assume that the the males give birth to them. I, I mean... I would, yeah. It's... I... Yeah... That yeah, I mean, but that's not the only time we've come across that with cryptids. We we it's not it's not super often, but I know we in in previous seasons we've come across that that they're either all male or all female. Um, so just uh, yeah, so that I found that interesting, and yeah, no, that's uh, it really. Now you said nuggle with an N, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cause it's in. I think I still have like the sinusy weird N. So, <laughs> I still sound a little weird. Now, isn't muggle something, like, with an M? Yes. A muggle is a non-magic person in Harry Potter. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I, I remember hearing that. I've only seen one of the Harry Potter movies. I think it was the fourth one or something, so I don't, don't really That's know. Not That's not good, Tom. <laughs> That hurts. That hurts me a little bit. I'm. Just, it's fine. But it's. I'll, I forgive you. But it's. That's painful for me. <laughs> yeah. I dated a girl who. Uh, when we lived together, and she was upset. I mean, I had them all on DVD, and that was when I watched the fourth one. I mean, I've seen parts of probably every one of them, just because yeah. they're played so much, and plus people are such super fans that it's. Uh, you know, everybody watches it, but yeah, I just never. It came out at a time where I really wasn't watching a lot of TV or movies. I was um, a lot of it came out. I was doing a lot of theater at the time. I was super busy. I didn't just. I there was a stretch of like maybe ten, twelve years where I barely watched any TV or any movies. It just it was. I was living in Chicago and. So, and that was kind of in that one. They were really at its peak, the whole Harry Potter things. But yeah. Maybe someday I'll get to them. Um, anyway, great choice. I love it, the Nuggle. Very, very, very funny. Um, uh, anything else on the Nuggle? Just, just don't, just don't force, just don't, <laughs> don't like, don't, don't try to ride. Don't try to be on. Don't try to use. Don't try to ride horse people that are not wanting it. Don't just don't force. Yourself, don't force yourself on horse people. Mess up. <laughs> horse people. I agree. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> anyway, I have the haunt this week. Ah, you're still here. Step on in for those terrifying haunted tales. I'm sure there's nothing to really be afraid of. And it's a cool one. So, 
This week, we've set up camp at the Tollbooth Prison in Aberdeen. Now, when we were kind of choosing these, I didn't I didn't know that the Tollbooth was a prison, so I was like, ooh, is this like just a haunted Tollbooth? But no, it's a prison. So, considered one of the oldest buildings in Aberdeen, the Tollbooth Prison was built between 1616 and 1629, and is attached to the Aberdeen townhouse in the city center on Union Street. In the mid-16th century, the town commissioned its first guillotine so they could begin executing criminals on site. And this guillotine is still on display to this day. So an interesting I, I in the research, I didn't really go into depth about it, about the guillotine that I learned, especially these early versions in Scotland. You know, we picture these guillotines and it's like that, you know, super sharp metal that's pretty thin and not at first. It was dull and heavy. And most oh of the time God. it took three or four drops. People were, might have been dead even, but they would continue to drop because the head hadn't rolled off. But they might have even been dead because it crushed their spine, cut off, you know, everything. But yeah, they were blunt. They said it was, according to like some of the things that I read, they said it was just a brutal way to die at the time until they modified it, made a sharper metal, and yeah. made it a much, a much cleaner thing. To, oh, yeah, that's awful. I would, I would hope they would be dead before the, before the next, however many they had too. Oh. I know. You, oh, oh God. Oh man, it's crazy. Anyway, um, the prison is now a museum where visitors can see what the prison was like during its operation. During its time, the prison housed everyone from suspected witches and warlocks to 96 Jacobites after their defeat in the Jacobite Horizon of 1745 at the Battle of Culloden, which may sound familiar a mm -hmm. couple episodes ago. Shay and Eric, um, yeah, uh, most of the, the ones that did survive that field. Now, the Battle of Culloden, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the one where 1,500 to 2,000 died in one hour? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, the nine, 96 of the survivors of that <laughs> brutal, brutal battle made uh, made its way to the Tollbooth prison. So, God, I can't get over that number. 1,500 to 2,000 in an hour. Just insane. Yeah, no, it's absurd. So, yep. So, from everything from that to the Jacobites to even local children were held at the Tollbooth prison. Um, so merchants and magistrates imprisoned a lot, a real lot of local children here before transporting them to America to work as slaves. Supposedly the kids were street children or street urchins with no families to speak of. But it is believed that some did have families and were actually snatched while out playing in the streets or maybe even in their front yard and were just taken and then sold off as slaves in the Americas. Fucking crazy. Um, 
So, with all this happening here, it's no wonder people believe it's haunted. But, let's actually get into some of these haunts. I will say, most of the happenings here are not attributed to a just full-on apparitions. You know, it's more generalized haunts here, but there are a few that are pretty specific. So, one of the most common sites is of a full apparitions of people dressed in 1920s attire. And most often, of a man dressed in the, in the 1920s clothing with a top hat. He appears only about four feet tall when he appears, but it is believed this is because the um, before the 1920s, the floors were lowered, and then after the 1920s, they, they had to raise them up, up the floor several feet due to uh, possible flooding. So that's believed why he looks shorter, maybe, unless he could just be a four-foot-tall ghost, but that's what people seem to believe. Um, some have claimed to hear mumbling coming from the man, and most complain of a sudden feeling of dread when they see him. So, earlier I mentioned that the suspected witches and warlocks were held here while witchcraft was still illegal in Scotland. Well, most of the 45 witches and two warlocks were executed before the law was repealed. The favored method of execution for witchcraft was strangulation until death, and then the body was burned. I mean, I guess... Jack has to be... Jesse will, will burn the body after it's already dead. Oh, God. Um, it's believed that many of the, the sound streaks, disembodied voices were or are of these executed, of those executed for witchcraft. There was a rumor that the fitty witch, Marion Hardy from Elgin, not only curse the toll booth, but also still wanders through haunting it. Some have claimed to even hear her doing incantations, but it seems this may be untrue. While she was incarcerated and executed here, it is not believed that she really did curse this place and does not haunt it. And I don't know how they know that for sure, but that was a a few different resources saying that it's a rumor and actually I believe it was most haunted the uh, most haunted UK edition Scotland edition they actually claimed to make contact with her but the others have said there's no way I, I I don't know I'm just throwing it out there because I don't know how you can say for sure one way or the other and it, it's weird these want these couple no 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 it doesn't but most, most haunted claims it did, so. Another common occurrence here is people claiming to have rocks thrown at them or at the walls. And it is usually accompanied by screams and shrieks, but not always. <clears throat> it is believed that this may be the former Jacobite prisoners being unruly and contemptuous right up until their executions. 
I even saw a claim by someone who said that he thought they were spit on. And finally, uh, as I like to say the creepiest for last usually, is the ghost children. Visitors have claimed to hear muffled, muffled kids' voices seemingly talking to each other, while others have claimed to hear shrieks and cries that are clearly children. No laughter at all, as the kids were regularly tortured like the actual criminals were. And the witches, unfortunately. One person even claimed to see a line of ghost children walking a corridor as if being led somewhere, kind of like a, a chain gang, and supposedly heard the sound of chains clanging together. Oh boy. Well, that's about it for what I'm going to cover, but like always, this is in no way the only things going on here. Some of the other things that have been witnessed, heard, seen, whatever, uh, include hot spots, cold spots. Hot spots I found interesting. You don't hear about hot spots super awesome, uh, super often. Um, but yeah, uh, gusts of wind or air, orbs, streaks of light, shadow figures, and voices. And that is the toll booth prison in Aberdeen. So, uh, that was awesome. I didn't know it was a prison either, that's funny. Um, so, one thing I want to I, I want to mention too is, um, so you talked about like the children that were put to death and stuff like that, and the ones that were eventually sent over as slaves and stuff like that. Well, one one fact that a lot of people don't see that don't it doesn't dawn on people that they, maybe they don't correlate or they never heard it or anything like that. But uh, poverty was a crime, and a lot of times, not not every case, but in a lot of times they would uh, take the man of the house, the father, of the husband, the whatever, and he would be put to death because he can't, he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing and taking care of his family. Then that would now leave the mother to struggle. And back then, women were worthless, and she couldn't take care of her family. So then they would take the woman and a lot of times the child, and then put them to death because they are now poverty. They are now they they are now committing poverty. And then on the occasion that they were put and kept in a prison, and then eventually released, they were put and kept in a prison and kept there because they were suffering from poverty <clears throat> or committing poverty. I guess is how they were looking at it. And then when they were released, they were forced to, to pay back the expenses that they accrued in jail. And when they couldn't, they were put in jail. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. good. Our yep. history is, like, the human race history is <laughs> wild. It's horrible. It's yeah. awful. It is. It's like, it makes you want to scream <laughs> sometimes. It's just like, like... Being poor is a crime. Well, <laughs> I mean, oh goodness, and poor children, and oh yeah. my god. Ugh. Now, you mentioned the guy in 1920s dress with the top hat and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I know you didn't specify. So you said he's about four feet tall. Hear me out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are we are awfully close to Ireland. <laughs> and you said he's in 1920s dress, so I'm picturing kind of like a suit, 
and like a vest and like maybe like a little pocket watch and then the top hat and I don't know why it couldn't be tinted green maybe you can't see the green and maybe I don't know I we're close to Ireland and I like that's, that's what I'm thinking um but I digress I'm probably wrong um no oh, I'm picturing the the mascot for the Celtics now that you've said that. Yeah. yes exactly exactly <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> um, now, talking about the, the witch executions, and witch executions rub me the wrong way no matter where we talk about them. And they, I feel like they rub everybody the wrong way. That's not a popular opinion. They should rub people the wrong way. It's awful. The people that they are accusing of being witches a lot of times were herbalists and healers. They are people that are trying, they are people that are trying to help other people and then there's actually I forget what which country but there was actually um, there were times where like kings would go into battle and bring a witch with them because she could tell she could almost kind of see the future and she would make predictions about how things are going to happen so we can avoid them and if she failed they'd kill her um, but a lot of times again like these, these these more often than not women but sometimes men that are being set to death are they're herbalists they're just they're just people trying to make other people less sick yeah. and it's and it was so it, it uh, so one-sided to think that because it's not how whoever you worship would do things or how whatever would do things it's so freaking naive and it just absolutely rubs me wrong yeah i don't blame you and uh what's crazy something that because in a few episodes, I talk again, like I'm trying to get a little ahead on research, I talk again about witches, and it's believed that Scotland had the most witch executions of any country in all yep. of Europe. They yep. just, they didn't like witches in Scotland, and it, it, the, no. the numbers are just extra, like extraordinarily high, yep. and just, it's insanity. Yep. No, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then you, yes, the ghost children are always terrifying, but it's, there's something almost, almost peaceful to kind of know that they're, like, kind of hanging out together, I guess, and, and, and there's, like, chatter. It doesn't seem like it's overly, like, bad or tormenty sounding, so it's, maybe they're just, uh, you know, having a childhood, I guess, in a way, after death. Um. And you said that people feel like they're getting spit on in school because I picture, I picture it like so they they would like give lashings and and it, any any punishment that they were doing was usually fucking brutal, and I, I'm picturing them up there like on some stand being watched by people, and and whoever's doing whatever they're doing to them is saying you know pledge your allegiance to this or do this to that and whatever like basically say and it, and I just picture the spit and I just picture that I'm not you know, like the the last. The, their their last effort of non-compliance to something they don't believe in is honestly really cool and I really really like that yeah and could the rocks being grown could that be like uh, almost like a like a residual stoning because are, are they actually seeing the rocks or are they just kind of hearing it or thinking they feel it so from what I gathered and uh, it, it I 
they said rocks because I, I even I even watched a short video on it, and I guess this is fairly common in haunted places in Scotland. But it, it, when I say rock, it's more like a pebble than like a rock oh, okay. from right. from the video that I saw. I believe they feel like I don't believe they see it. I believe they like feel like they had like a little like a little pebble hit them in the back of the neck or the back or the arm or something like that. I'm not a hundred, but that's what it seemed like from the video I watched and the few resources that I used. But I like your idea of the uh, residual stoning. That's I like that. Definitely an interesting one, the toll booth. Like I said, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a toll booth. I was like, ooh, that's new, that's different. Um, I, I did too, yeah. Uh, I but really did. I am not disappointed by it because it's got a definitely uh, cool history. Uh, they do tours of it nowadays. They actually even have a, um, like a little exhibit in, in there. Like you go to, like, as you're touring through and go by some of the old cells, it's, uh, they have, I, I guess, like a robotic person that's basically one of the Jacobites, and he's sort of telling his story to another, like, robotic or whatever prisoner. And it's like they uh, they kind of, like, act out what it was like in that pr prison or, um, at that time being held for what they were held for. And it's like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool that they do Yeah, that's really cool. So de definitely another place on my list to... To Vincent. Very cool. Um, anything else on the toll bills? Nope, I think that's what I got. Alright. Well, I believe you have our strange encounter for the week. You survived, just long enough for our encounter beyond strange. So I do, and <laughs> we've talked about this before. Scotland is proving to be <laughs> a little hard with with the strange encounters because there are, and please understand, as far as like UFOs go, there are. Oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles and I can go on with oodles for about an hour to be accurate of sightings. However, <laughs> the information with those sightings is almost nothing. Um, I have decided to try uh, something a little different for my uh, my encounter, and I'm gonna talk about a year. Okay. I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give like a lot of detail about each sighting. But in 2022, something interesting happened. So, the previous high for uh, UFO sightings in a year was 43. And in 2022, that high went up to 52. Hmm. Now, I'm going to run through the months of the year real quick just so you can get an idea. Um, in January, there were three on the 8th, 22nd, and 29th. In February, there were five on the 10th, two on the 11th, one on the 17th, one on the 27th. In March, there was five on the 1st, 3rd, 16th, 25th, and 27th. In April, there were only two 
on the 20th, uh, 20th and 22nd. On May, there were three on the 18th, 7th, 18th, and the 24th. And June, July, and August all had seven. Combined now, or each? No, each. Each oh. had seven. So June, July, and August had seven. Uh, June was the 1st, 8th, 9th, 2 on the 21st, 27th, and 29th. July had the 6th, 7th, 10th, 13th, 16th, 26th, and 30th, and the August had the 5th, 9th, 12th, 2 on the 14th, uh, 3 on the 14th, and 1 on the 18th. Uh, September only had 3 on the 4th, 12th, and 29th. October only had 2 on the 1st and 26th. November had 4, 11, 12, 20, and 30, and then December had 2 on the 11th, 1 on the 12th, and 1 on the 26th, with a total of 4. Of those sightings, uh, they were spread across 27 different places in Scotland. Um, Now, of those, some of them had duplicate sightings. Aberdeen had two. Greenock had two. Stirling had two. Borders had two. Linlithgow had two. uh, Peterhead had three. Fife had three. Edinburgh had seven. But... Glasgow had 10 of the 52. And that, for some reason, I don't know why that sticks out to me. So there's so many places in Scotland that are like, just like hotbeds for this, but something about 2022, something about in Glasgow had 10 of the 52. That's a very high percentage on a list of 27 places that shared in the sightings that year. Yeah, that's that is quite a. Uh, you, so, what was the total again? It was fifty-two. Fifty-two. Yep. Fifty-two. So I'm just doing something here, quick here. So fifty-two, and then divided by ten. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Ten. <laughs> so nineteen percent, almost twenty percent of them yeah. were in Glasgow. So. That's insane. But that's that's what I have for 2022. But I felt like I felt, and obviously we're gonna touch on some of these places, and we have touched on some of the places in in the season. But like, it's why 2022? Why why 10 in Glasgow? Why it's very interesting. That's, first of all, that's a lot. You know, 56 a lot. But I mean, Scotland's not not the largest country, and that's only that's widely known, widely reported. So, uh, potentially, there's a lot more out there, you know, out in the countryside, or people that are just too embarrassed to admit, you know, admit yeah. that something, you know, don't want to be called crazy. So, it is a lot, and it's just really, really interesting. Um, you, like you said, why? Why is it? Is it because our technology is better so now we're able to pick up more you know because we have better cameras better you know telescopes better whatever every everything better now you know as far as technology technologically speaking um is that why or are they coming down more frequently are we being visited more frequently then that poses another question as to why if we are what why are they coming down so so much okay, and then why scotland why why above scotland and then is this happening 
did they have 56 over Ireland in that same year or whatever it is, or, or England, did they have more? Uh, it just, it's so fun to think about why, like what, what it is, because you ask one question why, and then that leads to another question as to why, you know, and it's, it, it's, it, it's fascinating. And just like you said, we're going to end up covering a lot of, or not a lot, or both we'll end up covering some some of these probably within it, and we probably already did talk about one or two of them um, in the season. Another thing, another thing that's interesting though to kind of think about, because I know, and and I agree, a lot of times, like obviously, our advanced technology is making <clears throat> some of these things visible to us, some of these things more visible to us, or more things visible to us. But a lot of these are a lot of these claims, these reported sightings are seen with our eyes. They're actually a lot, most of them were seen just naked eye, standing outside or, or driving in the car or whatever. And that's like almost scarier, maybe? Like, <laughs> cause they're closer than they would yeah. have to be if we were using this stuff. Yeah, it's very creepy. And then it now it makes me think, cause I finally got all the way caught up on the show invasion. And <laughs> God, what a great show. What, I can't believe it took me so long to, <laughs> to finally start watching it. But, um, yeah their cloaking abilities and you know like the fact that it's like you're like because i did have that question like you know how is there more where are they coming how are they not seeing these alien and then you find out that they have they figure out the cloaking figure out how to how to do that but i am you know for these it's you know it doesn't either these races of aliens or whatever don't have cloaking abilities or they're just like yeah fuck it <laughs> let them let them see us so um yeah no i love it i i i love i'm a i'm a big fan of lists i love lists i love listicles and uh yep. all that stuff so that is wildly interesting just you know i wrote it down january 3 february 5 march 5 april 2 and then you get into Yo, June, July, August, seven. Which it, I, I've seen. There always does seem to be a little bit of a spike um, in summer months for some reason, I, and I don't know why. But then, uh, ten over Glasgow. I mean, and that's it's a lot. <laughs> so yeah, very very cool. Love it. Love the list. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank well, you very much. do we have anything else for um? No, I think uh, I think I think that's about it. I think it's everything I have. Well, thanks for joining us, guys, and we are so glad you made that alive. Be sure to come back next week when our haunt brings us to St. Andrew's Cathedral. So, until then, happy camping. Thanks, guys. Bye. As a Thank you for joining us. Come back next week if you're brave enough. For those looking to take it one step further, be sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our terrifying new website too. SYPOPodcast.com And spread the word. Tune in on all major platforms.